Jackie Jenkin. Tiffany Steiner. Bakken Barbecue is the topic today, and I got to definitely turn down my volume. There we go. Okay. Bakken Barbecue is the topic today. Thank you both for joining us here, and we're going to get right into the topic at hand because a lot of people are wondering, when is it? Is it still on? We heard it's on. What's going on? Because, you know, so many things are called off these days, and so many things have rules and regulations. So I thought we'd bring on the co-founders and the organizers behind the Bakken Barbecue. How are you two doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, it's a garage office. Used to be a home office, but now I, uh, I I took in a stray dog a few weeks ago, so now it's a garage office. That way, I can hang out with my dog in the office. And and uh, in fact, I'll be bringing my dog to the Bakken Barbecue because I have noticed in the past it was a pet friendly event. At least I did see a few pets there. So there's a great segue into the Bakken barbecue, but let's talk a little bit about it. It's back on, and what is it, August 20th? Is that right? Let me pull it up. Go ahead. Take over the dates, girls. Yes, uh, we moved our date back to Friday, August 21st uh, at the West River Ice Ice Center again this year. Um, it was a hard decision to move it back, but we think that it benefited us, and as well as the companies. Um, so we're hoping that our event it has a big, as big as turnout as big of a turnout as last year and really we were wanting the safetyness for our cookers our companies you know our sponsors and the people attending we really just wanted to make sure that it was the most safe for them as well well and that's a really tough position for the two of you to be in because at the end of the day this is going to make a wish north dakota this is not going into tiffany and jackie's hawaiian vacation fund here this is going into raising money for needy children so when something like this happens where historically the industry has come together and put on a a, a good entertainment night uh, fun uh, fellowship and festive fellowship we'll call it uh, that that's got to be weighing on you as well because yeah the the barbecue this and that but you two have always been very upfront that this is about the kids this is about raising money everything else is secondary exactly we this is exactly why the Bakken barbecue was created to give back to our community and we never want to stray away from that so we always try to gear it more and more towards the children each year and. We're just really excited that we are able to have it, and I think it's going to be a fantastic event this year. Talk to me a little bit about the decision to change the date. Uh, I know back when you guys were making the decision, you were you know hanging on till pretty much the very end, I guess, to when I guess the kind of government stepped in and started just closing things down. Um, with all the unknowns out there, you guys were very quick to have a date ready it's you guys were planned you guys were ready to go it's like you know okay i i get it the first round that there's going to be some shutdowns but we're looking at this long term we're not going to miss this again talk to me about some of the conversations and decisions you guys had about about changing the date because like i said you guys were very quick to have it organized reorganized i mean that's a positive in my mind Right. And, you know, Tiffany and I had several conversations during quarantine, whether we want to move the, move this back or not. And it was a very difficult decision because we've seen other events that were being canceled or rescheduled 
and you see a lot of hype um, on social media about people not agreeing. So it's a very difficult decision to make to keep the community happy as well as, like Tiffany said, to keep our companies, our vendors, anybody that's participating um, safe as well. So Tiffany worked with West, the West River Ice Center and seen what other dates are available in the summer. And we had two options and we got with our committee and we chose August 21st. Um, so I think that was the best. Now looking back, I think that was the best decision we could have made. Tiffany, how about when it comes to some of the sponsors, some of the shuffling of cookers, that sort of thing? I know that you're actively involved in that side of things. Talk to me a little bit about what it was like dealing with some of the companies who are going through some unknowns right now. Obviously, a lot of companies don't know um, what is on their books, um, you know, and here they want to be a part of something and they don't know how much they can give this year and et cetera, et cetera. You, it's, it's a lot of balls to juggle and a lot of unknowns. So talk to me a little bit about that. How are you guys doing with sponsors? Do you need sponsors? Do you need cookers? I mean, I think we always need sponsors and money. We don't ever turn that down because it's for Make-A-Wish North Dakota. Um, but we have such a great, great group of companies that support us year after year. Um, but once the oil field took a downturn, it was really hard for us to reach out and ask for money because we know they were struggling and laying off people. So it wasn't what we wanted to do was sit there and bug them for money and that. But we have had some amazing companies reach out to us in the last month, um, and they're really excited to either cook or sponsor. So it was nice to see that kind of turn around because for a couple of months, we kind of just laid low. We weren't sure what we were doing. We were trying to figure out what was best for everyone. And in the end, we decided, you know, moving into August 21st gives companies more time and money to spend on the Bakken barbecue if that's what they want. So I think a lot of the companies, they look forward to this event every year. And they, maybe it's their only event. Maybe they have 10 events that they do. But it's something that they can give back to the community and the community sees them there as well. So it's such a positive for both sides of it. doesn't surprise me to hear that because I'm going to do a blanket statement here. Uh, I've been covering a variety of industries for the last 25 years and the oil and gas industry specifically is one of the few, if not the only industry that continues to give back during recessions and during downtimes. Um, I've, I've covered the industry now for about 10 years uh, pretty closely, and I've been a part of two and a half downturns, and yet they continue to give back. Uh, I generally don't see that in a lot of other com uh, industries. In fact, uh, tithing, if you will, community development is usually one of the first areas to get cut back. That's usually one of the last areas I've seen in oil and gas. <laughs> Research and development gets cut first in oil and gas. Joking, but actually not really. Uh, the, the community part of it is really important to their business plan. That's one of the attractions I've had about the oil and gas industry. Tiffany, you mentioned the sponsorships. Jackie, you can talk about this too. How are the communities responding to this? Are, is everybody you know, doing okay? Are, does the community sound like they're going to come out and support this? Uh, oil and gas has become politicized, obviously, in the last few years. So just talk to me about the vibe and just kind of what's going on out there with the communities. Um, our community is pretty receptive to the fact that we're still continuing to have this event, and they're looking forward to it 
I've heard a lot of people say they were kind of bummed uh, that our event wasn't in June because it's something they look forward to year after year. So uh, I think, you know, the excitement is going to build now that it's going to be August. And I think we will have a lot of support from our community. And, you know, people are definitely taking precautionary measures, but um, we revamped our venue, luckily, prior to all this happening. So I think we will accommodate those people that are, taking precautionary measures to keep the social distancing. One thing that's neat about what you guys have already established is there's a lot of room to roam. I mean, you got a lot of tables to sit, you know, far apart. If people want to practice the social distancing, they can. Even the, uh, you know, the the, the areas of of the kitty areas and et cetera. Uh, What is going to be offered this year? Uh, is, is it going to be the same as, as before? Talk to me about, you know, live music in the past, kitty corners in the past, face painting, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, g- give us a rundown of some of the uh, things people can expect and enjoy at this year's Bach and Barbecue. Well, like Jackie was saying, one of the really cool things we sat down prior to everything happening, we wanted to revamp the venue map because we wanted to be able to add more companies And we know it was a little squishy last year with everything, having companies in the middle. Um, So we revamped it to, so the companies are on the outside of the parking lots. Um, And then all the seating will be in the middle. So we're able to add more seating and a bigger area for the kitty corner and um, seating in the kitty corner for parents that want to sit over there and watch their children. Um, and then we're also adding uh, a really cool thing we're adding this year is bull riding. So that'll be right as you come in the entrance. You'll be able to go try your luck at some bull riding and see if you're good at it. Um, but other than that, we'll have Mavericks Bar there providing uh, ice cold beverages. We are having a DJ this year, Power Play DJ. They are going to help us with our Hawaiian beach theme. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have them. Um, we are also doing a live auction, kitty corner, jumping castle, face paint, kind of all that. We are also doing our raffle um, that has over $20,000 in prizes. So we're excited. We think it's going to be a really good year. We've had um, 26 companies sign up, and we had 24 last year. So I think it's a good thing to see that people are willing to – come out and support the Bauckham barbecue, even with everything going on. Well, that's fantastic. I was going to ask you, in fact, my next question that I wrote down was, how do you think you're going to do this year coming off of a record year? Because last year, I mean, I was at the award check presentation where you guys gave away, was it $100,000? It was. So $100,000 raised last year, and, and I believe that was a record year. It was, yeah. yeah, so coming off a record year of cookers, coming off a record year of money being raised, coming off a, a, a record year of, hey, this all is coming together. You know, you mentioned the live auctioneer, which turned out terrific last year. I mean, just you guys were able to really have so much of it come together from a planning standpoint and a monetary standpoint and yada, yada, yada. Now this year, how are you guys doing? What's the nerves like? But it sounds like that the cookers have increased, so we're off to a good start. So the cookers have increased, and like you asked, um, we are definitely still looking for sponsors. Um, we're really hoping that our community steps up and comes and participates or comes to our event and to support us, and hopefully we can 
have a really good live auction this year. So maybe we'll get close to our record year last year. Um, but if we don't, at the end of at the end of the day, you know that we're still thankful that we get to have this event this year versus canceling. All right, that seems like a, a, an answer that you guys need sponsors. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. How can people contact you guys and, and sponsor you up? Because um, or what kind of what kind of sponsors are, are are we looking for? I mean, obviously the different tiered ones, but are there other kinds of sponsors like uh, Kitty Corner sponsors or you know, uh, yeah, you know garbage biggest... sponsors or anything like that? <laughs> we have pretty much all of that taken care of. Um, we do need some more live auction items and some just regular tiered sponsorships from 5,000 on down to 500. Um, so if they want to reach out to us, you can email us at BakkenBBQ at Hotmail.com or Facebook or LinkedIn, any of those kind of items. Jackie and I are always pretty quick to respond, um, but we very much appreciate the support of the community. And like Jackie said, we're just really excited to be able to have this event. Well, like you guys said, it's very hard to ask for money, first of all, and then you put on a downturn and a, you know, OPEC and then put in a 16-year-old girl going around the globe trying to get everybody to change their financial ranking, and then you got COVID-19 in there. So I get it. It's hard to ask, but at the same time, this is going to be the bash of the summer. There's not much else going on, guys. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people there. A lot of companies are going to be there. This might be, for some people, the only opportunity for oil and gas uh, networking for the whole summer. And I'm being totally serious. Um, I, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, when we sent out the email to the cookers that were signed up already prior to the whole COVID thing that we were going to push it to August, they were really receptive. And that made us feel better as well because you're just not quite sure how the public or the companies are going to respond. But it's great because these companies, for the most part, have been cooking year after year. And it's something that they look forward to, their employees look forward to. And that just makes Jackie and I feel really good that we're able to host an event that people want to come to each year. And for me, I'm not trying to you know oversell to sponsor this event or anything like that. I'm just actually pointing out that if somebody is looking for a very good way to utilize some marketing dollars, this is actually legit. This isn't about networking as far as I know this person and I know this person and hopefully we can get some business this way. No, this is actually a legitimate opportunity where you're going to have people's attention. You're going to have uh, a very captive audience within the community and within uh, the oil and gas sector. These are rare is what I'm getting at. So um, I'm just kind of overly plugging to all the marketing directors and business owners out there listening that there's a really good opportunity to support a cause and also get some legitimate marketing out of it. Because I know so much of a, you know, th those two things bleed together. Do you know what I mean? So many people use the, the marketing for the cause and the social cause for the marketing and help the brand and everything like that. So um, anyway, just kind of it's kind of fun when all the planets align. That's all. That's all. So. It was, and it was kind of neat. I was looking back at some seventh annual photos and videos, and we had a couple of drones that were up in the air. And it's so interesting because Jackie and I are there at seven in the morning. So we park. We're the first vehicles there. We don't really see the parking after that. Well, I was looking at one of the drone videos, and the parking goes all the way to the hospital. 
around the block. Like, it is insane to me to see, like, you see the amount of people in the venue, but to see how far they have to walk or where they parked, I don't know, it just kind of hit me. I thought it was really neat. And it shows that people are willing to go the extra mile to show up to our event, even if they have to walk two blocks. But it's just kind of neat. Well, what I've found, I've been to a lot of industry events. I've been to a lot of community events. I've emceed a lot of community events and industry events. And what you two have put together is absolutely remarkable because it is not like anything else. It is not like anything else. It is, it is not really an industry event, and it's not really a community event. It is just, it is a experiential uh, I guess event that that is just a hybrid of so many different things put together, and um, and I mean that because, like I said, I've been a part of a lot of different. I've I've done parades, and that's about the closest thing I would say. It's kind of got a parade vibe to it for some reason. It's very festive, very jolly. Everybody's in a good mood. It's um it's very, very cool. Anyway, so uh, thank you, Jason. That means a lot to us. Yeah, we love putting on the back of barbecue. I mean, it's it's a great event, and it's not just because it's our event. It's just amazing giving back and um, also putting on something so much fun for our entire community. I think I, I think I talk about the Bach barbecue too much, so sometimes I just have to call Jackie because I don't know if other people want to hear me talk about it that much. Well, I, I, I think it's funny because I've emceed the thing for a number of years now, and so when I talk about it, people like it, they kind of roll their eyes and... If one of my guests that I bring just to kind of come and say, hey, check this out, is there? Oh, they de- they defend it like dog on bone. I mean, they're like, no, you guys don't get it. This is a totally different event. Like um, my one, like my one friend, he still talks about it to this day about just the the amount of enthusiasm that the cookers put into their craft, and that's what he called it, a craft. And that's I'm like, okay, this guy understands what's going on here because. Like I said, so many people go through the motions in things, but that's not the case with the Bach and Barbecue. From the people who are performing live on stage to the people that are cooking the whole hog to the ribs to lobster, uh, there's so much art, art that goes into it, and it's all because of the kids, and I get it, and that's great. I, th- I think probably that's what it is. The, it, the kids really just bring it out in us, I guess. So, uh, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll quit gushing now because people probably tuned us out. Uh, and I'm looking at the clock, so let's give a quick. I'm used s- to that, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, any any highlights this year? You mentioned that you're looking for items for silent auction and also. Live auction. I'm sorry, the uh, a live auction. Yeah. Uh, and have you got any auction items yet? I think we have a couple, but not as many as we would like. So between live auction items and sponsorship levels, um, we could definitely use a couple more. We do have one of those um little electric car kits or the cars for kids i guess Mm -hmm. i'm not even sure what they're called um we also have the guided hog hunt oh that's back that's really cool that was like the main Um, event last year it didn't it wasn't supposed to be but it was it yeah that is such a really cool one i cannot remember where it's located uh kentucky i think yeah kansas i think it's yeah one of the two but um, I think that's such a neat one too because not many people can get a guided hog hunt at a live auction. Not in so. North Dakota, no. <laughs> no. And in Texas, you can go in your backyard, but that's different. <laughs> Feral hogs are a problem down there. That's why. 
Um, okay, so uh, then the hog hunt, and I remember last year it seemed like there were some baskets that were put together and a few things yeah. like that. So even if like you don't, if somebody doesn't have a big ticket item, uh, they can put together like uh, a collection of things. Yes, I mean. If they have, if they want to donate a live auction, but they're not quite sure what to do, they can also reach out to us. Um, Jackie and Heather have some really great ideas for certain events or certain items. So we can definitely help with that as well. All right. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything we left out? Anything we need to reiterate besides the date and times and all that good stuff? Um, just be there and come have a beach and good time. A beach and good time. Okay. And uh, your get, get, oh, I'll, and your or, yeah. <laughs> I'm working on my tan, so I'm getting ready for it. Should be a good time. And we got to get a life, uh, like like a life, uh, what do you call those guys? Lifeguard chairs. One of those things. Too. Oh, that would be really cool, Jason. That's what you need as your MC. Well, anybody can, the live auctioneer, anybody who's ever got the mic, they can climb up the lifeguard chair and say, hey, everybody pay attention. I'm the king overlord right now. So <laughs> I like that. Well, you kind of feel like that on stage. It does. You know, like, um, you do feel like that on stage. Well, I've, I've taken just... the photo the last, what, three, four years. And so I, I know what it feels like it when everybody is looking down. You know, I'm looking down upon everybody. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Okay. So anywho, but... Uh, talk, all right, let's give the dates and times one more time so everybody, so we can leave the interview with the pertinent information. So the 8th Annual Bachman Barbecue will be Friday, Ju Friday, August 21st at the West River Ice Center parking lot from 4 to 10 p.m. 